LaShonda Steele Allen is a loving, devoted wife, mother, and creator of Blow First, a revolutionary food blowing device that helps your little one enjoy mealtime with less tongue burn. And it's available for purchase online at www.balofirst.com. She also develops advertising campaigns with some of the top agencies in the world and major Fortune 500 companies. Her achievements, which are great and vary, include copywriting and spearheading some of the most successful television commercials and most memorable taglines. Hello, LaShonda. How are you? Hi, how are you? I am doing well. We're glad to uh, be speaking with you. Good. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So... Last time I talked, you know, people always have their secrets and what they're creating, but Mm -hmm. we did not know that you were coming out with the blow first. So can you tell us a little bit about this and how you kind of started it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's so funny. You say little secrets because even my friends were like, what? What is this? I'm like, I always felt like you had you always have something brewing, something up your sleeve. So it's always good to be a little mysterious. Right. right. But, um, but yeah, this is something I've been working on for the last couple of years. And I actually got the idea when my son was little. And when my son was born, I took, you know, a few years off work just to really just stay dedicated to being a mommy because I was just so intense with my career. When I had my daughter, I didn't really have an opportunity to really, really just kind of like appreciate the the younger stages of childhood development. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to just stay home. So I took a few years off. And during that time, I was just being the most when it comes to being a mom. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So I would make his baby food, you know, from the yams and all of that stuff. And uh, actually, it was more when he was older. So his solid foods. And we went through this harsh cycle of just reheating and cooling off and heating mm-hmm. and cooling off. And so then I said, you know, it has to be more of an engaging, fun way for him to appreciate mealtime, for all of us to enjoy it together. So and at that time, I happened to have a cold and I didn't really want to blow on his food because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to spread the germs. So I just came up with this idea and I was like, we're going to call it blow, blow first, because that's where I always say blow first, blow it first. And I came up with this an idea and we just got to working on some prototypes. And, you know, a year later, uh, here we are. Yeah. Awesome. It's always amazing just what people come up with and how and why they came up with. So, you know, and people always, always say overcomplicate things, but the most simplest things are like the best. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. Something that's just practical and not complicated and you know it's complicated enough being a mom and working and doing everything so I'm like I just want something that's simple you can pick up and and keep it moving you know right exactly so now outside of this so we met you actually because you are in marketing correct yes that's correct advertising Mm -hmm. so that's how we met you so can you give us a little brief history just on that like are you strictly only work with some of the big companies or do you work with smaller brands i love working with smaller brands because i think that's when you really get to have a chance to be scrappy you know and just kind of roll your sleeves up so of course you know my background is working with more of the bigger companies such as currently you know chevrolet and then also from the beginning, the American Airlines, Verizon Wireless, all the all of the big household name brands. But you know, I always I always like to offer in, 
to some of the smaller companies because they don't always have the big million dollar budget. But, you know, our small business owners, they want to thrive. They want to succeed, you know, and advertising and marketing and advertising is often one of the biggest budgets, you know, you have to invest in. So if I'm able to offer insight and just help someone get a little closer to their dream or a little closer to, you know, creating a legacy for their family, I'm off that. So I'll always take time out to help the, the, the smaller businesses. And so this is kind of like just something on the side that you do personally, not really involved with the companies that you are contracted to do. Correct. Awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's just get into some of, you know, the interview questions. Mm-hmm. Tell me about one of your best hair days ever. And I know sometimes you'd be like, well, I probably have a lot of them, but I want to know like the best one that stands out in your mind because with women and their hair, it's like when we get that hair to do what is we want it to do, we feel mm-hmm. like we can go out, rule the world, conquer it, climb the highest mountain, <laughs> you name it. We exactly, we can do it. exactly, exactly. The curls empower us, right? <laughs> right. So, so you know what? I like you. I I've had had a lot of of good hair days, but you know what? I can say. To me, the most memorable hair day is when the curls just somehow, they're like a unicorn, you know, it's like (laughs) magically, it's just like, wow, you know, you can't even remember what you did to get it that way. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like you can repeat the steps that night or two days later on that wash day. Mm -hmm. It's like, what did I do? You know, so it's that day when I'm walking, I was walking into the office and my pen curls had all just came out right and they were bouncing. And I just feel like everybody was just looking at me like, oh, your hair is amazing. I got that from like 20 people. I tell you, I went to the gas station and this lady was like, oh my gosh, I love your hair. And that's when I feel like I'm making an impact on the world. It's like, you know what, because it's like, you know what, if she can do that, I can do that. You know, right. it's kind of like, you know, when that, because, our hair is complicated. It is. It has a mind of its own. It defies gravity. It just does whatever it wants to do. Right. So when that when I got out the gas station, it was windy that day, you know. <laughs> and when she was like, "Oh my gosh, I love your hair," I was like, "Okay, I, I'm doing it today." You right. know, that one little person can compliment you. You know, you could have had a horrible day, and that right. day I felt all the better. So I tell you, that was, and that just happened just this summer. So. Oh, wow. okay. yes. OK, <laughs> I, I'm good today. <laughs> now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, when we have those bad hair days, some like for me, I know it seems like nothing goes right. Like that just was kind of like the, you know, the beginning when I had my hair wouldn't act right. And the end was like nothing would act right. So mm-hmm. tell me about one of your worst hair days that you can think of. OK, so. My hair, I have this section in the middle, like the core, the middle part, the crown of my head. And it's just like so thick. And to me, it's one of those days where I don't feel like washing it. I'm in between washes and it just gets so thick that I can't even put a hat on it. (laughs) Those are like my worst hair days where I can't even just go outside (laughs) with a hat on. So I'm staying in, you know, until I figure out. 
what I want to do. It, it's like, it's really like that. Or I just can't put a baseball hat. I can't do anything. It's just like, you know what? Nope. No, ma'am. You are you're staying home today. So yeah, those are my worst, my worst hair days. I feel you like, cause that's like the middle of my hair the same way. It's like, mm-hmm. I can't even put a comb. Like what in the world is going on today? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's like, do you know what's going on today? Nothing because you're going to be in the house. So. Right. <laughs> So doing your career, you know, because you have done a lot, you work with some of the top brands and then you also on the side, you know, to take your expertise and help out the smaller brands in that career. And then now starting your own, your own product, has there ever been a time where, you know, you kind of had a delay in doing what you are doing because, you know, sometimes we let our fears overtake us and it's like, mm-hmm. you know what, I don't think I can do this. So you kind of, you know, push it off, push it off, push it off. Have have yeah. you experienced that throughout your career? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I wouldn't be human if I, you know, have not experienced that, especially with this product, because, you know, going into manufacturing, first of all, well, my back ground being marketing and advertising, you're going into a completely different, you know, industry, you know, mm-hmm. like seriously, you know, so you're trying to figure it out, you know, and then also you're just, and then sometimes you put those things aside for the next client or the next big project, right. you know, those things we put aside because at that point, it's not necessarily generating anything at that point. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to just balance, you know, what makes sense. And family is always first for me. I mean, that is first and foremost, you know, and so. I have to sometimes put it aside, which is why it took a couple of years, because it's not always going to be a priority for me. But one thing I can say is that I don't give up. You know, it does get hard. You're like, oh, my gosh, are people going to like this? What, what is what, da, 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 da. You know, and we feed ourselves those negative things. You right. know, we, we feed that. It, it doesn't even exist. You know, those things just don't exist. We put mm-hmm. them into our own mind because it's like, one of my friends said, what if, you know, are you afraid that, you know, what if, what if everything you try fail? And I'm like, first of all, don't bring that energy. Yeah, I'm always talking about it. over there. It's not that. That doesn't even exist. I mean, you know, it's, it's just like, because how do you know that? I've never mm-hmm. even tried it. So it's just these things that we just put in our own mind, you know, right. but absolutely things get hard. Uh, you get exhausted, you get tired, mm-hmm. you know, you just put things aside and things get delayed. But mm-hmm. no, you just got to get back up and you just got to got to keep going at it. You know, that's right. what I, I believe. Mm-hmm. But, and I was reading, you know, they were saying that fear is an illu- illusion. It is. And it's like you're kind of just betting against yourself. You're like mm-hmm. saying, OK, well, I can't do it. And so you cop out and you say, well, maybe it wasn't meant for me. <laughs> exactly. And, and so to me, it's like those people who actually have made it, they didn't allow their fear to take over because they didn't say, what if it doesn't work? They're going to, they said, this is going to work. <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly right. It's going to work. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to try to make it work. Mm-hmm. I mean, going through the prototyping phase of, of my product, it was sometimes it didn't work. Right. You know, and, and we could have stopped then, you know. But no, you figure out a way to make it work and you just and you just keep going. So people, how did you do this? How did you? Well, I think of ideas all the time that I believe (laughs) is my innate ability. That's what I do. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then even throughout every day, I mean, 
you try to make a cake. What happens? The cake flops? You just say, oh my gosh, I'm not, uh, I can't make cakes. No, you say, <laughs> I probably walk past the stove too fast or too hard and, and mm-hmm. it flops. So what do you do? You get back up, you put that recipe together, you make make a little adjustment to your ingredients or whatever it may be. And then next thing you know, you have a cake. So you just keep trying. Right. That's my philosophy. Just keep going. So with you, you know, because you are a mother too, you're married, you have your career, then you have on the side, you help small businesses, and then you have just recently you, you know, launched your product. So how are you able to keep all of that balanced? You know what? Church, I go to church, I pray, I meditate, I talk to myself a lot. (laughs) You know, and I just, I just try to make it happen. And I have a wonderful support system. I think that is the key. My husband is a wonderful support system, you know, for me. He gives me the space that I need to do what I need to do. You know, if I have late meetings or if I say I'm going to come by your house and and figure some things out with you, right? Or if I'm going to go help my other friend who launched his hat business, his his hat company. You know, you you go about your life helping other people. I, I realized that none of this is really for me to help myself. You know, we're here to help other people. So you have a support system and someone who understands that this is who she is and I'm going to give her the space to be who she is. So if I have a meeting, oh, babe, can you pick the kids up? Can you do this? Or my mom or my sister, it just really does take a village. And I know that's cliche (laughs) and a marketing advertising person isn't supposed to be cliche, but it really is the truth. It does just means just having people around you who are supportive. They catch you when you fall. They push you when you don't want to go any further. And they allow the space that you need in order for you to be the best you. Right. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. So during your time, and it could be, you know, early on in your career or even in your college days, have you ever experienced a time where you like just completely lost yourself, where you didn't know where you were going, where you were headed, and it's kind of kind of took you back? You know, I, I think we never really know, right? <laughs> you, everything's unknown, you know, and, and that's just what I think. I mean, I, I, it's important to stay present, you know, although we're planning for everything, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's important to just kind of stay present. And, and that's where I am in this space right now, just really appreciating where I am and what I have and the people I'm spending my time with at this moment, you know, mm-hmm. that I really try to focus on. But of course, I mean, I think that I've always been the free spirit, different kid. Mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, I went to a high school in the city east side of Detroit. And uh, I mean, I was the kid that wore the Birkenstocks with the socks and the red <laughs> blue eyes. And, you know, everybody's like, well, what is that? I mean, I've always kind of been in my own space and not really with clicks or whatever, you know. So I think that just coming into myself, I would say that in my college years is when I really discovered my own voice you know, Mm -hmm. and discovering my innovation and things that I can do to help make an impact in where I am at the moment, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, I would say that was more my college years. And then when it came to my career, I would say in my early career, you know, having those mentors that were able to allow you to make those mistakes and learn and then allow you to kind of discover how you're going to be the next five to 10 years and who you're going to be, you know? Right. So I would say I had those different phases in my life for high school. Okay. I'm going to be the clumsy, awkward, 
comfortable kid though. And I think <laughs> that when you become comfortable with who you are, it makes other people accept it because it really doesn't give them a choice. You know, right. I was just that, that girl who was just like, okay, that's, that's just Shonda. You know, they call that Shonda, that's LA. <laughs> and I, and it was okay. And then it, once I embraced it, other people would just embrace it, you know? Right. And so, and you just kind of go through those phases of when you develop, you just make that decision. Is this who I'm going to be? And I'm okay with that. And then other mm-hmm. people just, become okay with it right if that makes sense (laughs) because I think when you feel awkward you know you Mm -hmm. are putting that energy out where people will say okay I feel awkward around them or but Mm -hmm. it's like once you feel comfortable in your own skin people is like either they're going to take it or leave it so it's like exactly exactly that's exactly right we all know that people we hang around is very important you know in every book I have ever read you know it's all about though the mastermind you know you have to have people around you who think like you or not necessarily think but they they want to grow up you know they don't want to stay stagnant in where they are they want to continue to progress and so with that being said because we have the same birth of a feather flock together mm-hmm. so with that have you had to change or not even change but you know, distance yourself from certain people just because their their energy wasn't vibing with yours anymore or, you know, y'all were kind of torn and going in different directions? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I think that's just a part of growing up. You know, either you're going to know those people are going to become more like you or you're going to become more like them. So be mm-hmm. around the people you want to be more like. I think that when it, be, when it comes to friendships or any type of shared space relationship, that you have to understand and admire those people. I think it's important for us to have admiration in our friendships because I think that helps motivate where we are and how we can all progress together. You know, so if I don't mm-hmm. admire you, then why am I even sharing my space with you? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it has to be some type of, wow, she's really good at that. Or, wow, mm-hmm. he's really good at what he does. Or, And I'm really good at what I do. And we all have to respect that and admire that. So it's like friendship that has lanes. You know, I'm not Mm going to try to be her because she's her. But what Mm -hmm. I'm going to do is also hope, hopefully, that she can inspire me to be a better me. And we can all do that together. And then that's how you just have a group of masterminds. You know what I'm saying? I I, I really think that that's important in friendships to have admiration, not envy, but admiration. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. And for some reason, well, sometimes people are really good at hiding their envy because it's like all of a sudden it's like, what? where did that come from? It was always there, wasn't it? Always yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, things spill out. And I'm at the point in my life now, you know, as you mature and, you know, I just people will tell you they will let you know. I mean, it's just like right now I just get these red flags early on. I can mm-hmm. just. You can say one thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, hmm. <laughs> right. Glad I, 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 glad I heard that, you know. And then I and I keep it moving my way. I can love you from afar. Hey, girl, how you doing? Oh, so good. Because mm-hmm. I still wish everyone well. I want really right. want everybody to grow, but that does not mean that I need to grow with you in that space. I'm gonna grow over here, and you can grow 
put yourself over there, <laughs> you know? And I think as people start to mature and get a little wiser, it's like, you don't even have time for nonsense or, you know, you no. won't even tolerate it. It's like, you do okay. one thing, it's like, okay, you're erased out of my phone, out of my life, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Un- unfollow, unfriend, all right. that, right? <laughs> we're, we're done. <laughs> we're done, absolutely. And that's okay, because you have to have, divorces just don't exist in marriage, right? Yes. It's every, it's everything. It, it could be family. It could be neighborhoods, oh, yeah. communities. I mean, the whole thing, if, if it's too heavy for me and it's too complicated to where it's not going in a way I feel like that it should be, you know, mm-hmm. then we just need to drop it. This yeah. is too heavy. Mm-hmm. I absolutely, absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. What would be your best piece of advice for someone who is having some doubts and fears about stepping out and doing entrepreneurship because it's like as we were saying you know we had that sometimes our fear kind of cloud us and make us think something that's not so what would be your best piece of advice for someone who has that fear or those doubts you're going to stay in the same space your life will be static and stagnant you know it just you have to be able to take a step now you don't have to do a big jump Because some people aren't, it it really depends on your personality. You know, some people take calculated risk. Some people are all in, you know. So but the thing is, every day, just do something that's a little closer to what you want to do. You know, everybody, I can say I've been very fortunate to be able to decide early on in my life that I'm really good at writing. I'm really good at coming up with ideas and words, you know, and being able to say, wait a minute, there's a career for that. But everybody does not have that, you know. And so once you decide or you get a feeling and you kind of get to know yourself, what your innate ability is, your God-given talent, Mm -hmm. what that is, if you can't jump right into it because whatever situation you're in every day, do something, find someone who's in it, do get a book, go online, Google it, YouTube it, whatever it is, every day, just do something that'll bring you closer to really your God-given talent and your, so you can reach your truest potential. Because I, I really believe that that's what fulfills people and, and get them going and how you really can just make change, you know, in your life. Hmm. I think that's awesome piece of advice. It's like, you know, the universe hears you. And if you're not doing anything to feed into, you know, yourself, then as mm-hmm. you say, you just become stagnant. You're, you're mm-hmm. never gonna. And I think it was a quote and I'm always horrible at quotes, but they say mm-hmm. the com- your comfort zone is a good feeling, but you will never get nowhere. That's exactly right. I, I am completely out of my comfort zone doing this. <laughs> you, know, it's to, you know, it's like one more, you wake up like, what am I doing? And you figure it out. I mean, cause who knows everything every time every day. I mean, that's crazy. You know, you just have to figure it out or find yep. somebody who knows, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you partner with them and, you know, don't try to recreate a space that somebody else has already mastered right. with them and, and, and figure it out, you know, and, and join and, and create alliances, you know, right. and just be a good person. <laughs> so people <laughs> right. want to be around you, right? Right. <laughs> Okay, well, we define your best hair day ever as being your best version, mm-hmm. being your best version when your mind, body, and your soul has united. And so with that being said, do you believe you have arrived at your best hair day ever? 
Hmm, metaphorically speaking, yes, absolutely. I think that I may want to change my hair, you know, and I may want to figure out something different to do with it, you know, but I think, yeah, I think every day, you know, you want to try to achieve that best day ever attitude. Mm -hmm. So I believe like that day, I before I go to bed, I say, what did I do today that was something that was great? You know, what, what, mm-hmm. what made that day good today? And so if it was something I can say, okay, yeah, I was good today. Then that's my, that, that metaphorically speaking will be my best day, hair day ever for sure. Awesome. So let's mm-hmm. go into our fabulous five questions. Okay. So what's your favorite hairstyle? You know what? Wow. That, that's when I saw that question, I said, <laughs> that is a very interesting question. I mean, it's so simple, but it's at the same time. It has so much depth because right. it's just like, wow, you know, because that's like a woman. We have so many different hairstyles, mm-hmm. you know. Well, we do. I just say the swoop to the side, you know, you'd like to do a sexy swoop. You can do that. And then I was doing this thing, what I would do, the mohawk, you know, I do the pin curls. Yeah. And then if the pin curls were a little lazy on the side, you sleep on, you know, you pin those bad boys up mm-hmm. and just do the little mohawk. You know, it's just kind of edgy, you know, and then sometimes I like to wear it down if I'm feeling sleek, you know, I want to wear it down and just mm-hmm. flow with it. I- I'll do that, too. So I'm sorry I couldn't give you one answer <laughs> to that, you know, but hey, you know, we just got to switch it up sometimes. So I like to switch it up. Right. OK. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite hair products? I love more organic, natural products. So mm-hmm. I feel like I explore a lot of different products just depending on the time of the year or the season or, you know, whatever it is. But I'm really enjoying products that offer a lot of moisture, you know, so you have those Shea Moisture products. You have your Everbrother products who has my daughter absolutely loves. She loves the smell of it, (laughs) you know, and the scent there. Uh, So because the Genesis is is perfect. So we, we love creams and things that can really add moisture. Oh, yeah. You know, and especially with this winter. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. You know, and we just do more of the protective styling. So we have the products that we can put. And then also it's another product, Miel. Is that, Miel? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, I, I think it it's Miel. Miel. Yeah. We are, we have been using the avocado milk. Okay. For them. Absolutely. Yeah. It just gives it a lot of moisture. So what is your favorite motivational book or speaker? You know, I love me some Oprah. I just, I just love me Oprah. Okay, I do. I'm saving every video that comes across on Instagram or Facebook. But right now I'm reading What Happened by Hillary Clinton. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm reading that. Yeah, I'm reading that. Um, I try to get through a few pages a night because I'm mm-hmm. at the stage now where I sit down to read a book and then I fall asleep. I used to just can go right <laughs> through it, but I don't know. With everything going on, I doze off. So, you know, I'm reading that right now and it's it's really good so far okay who is your favorite youtuber if you have one well if when it comes to hair i like natural okay uh, natural 85 yeah natural 85 i I like her i think she really shows all the things that you can do with your hair and she's always very creative you know and as well as you know she really implements her mommy life you know being a (laughs) wife and mom Mm -hmm. incorporates kind of that whole lifestyle into her video. So I, I like her a lot. 
Awesome. And what is next for you? You already hit us with the blow. What are you currently or are you just making that better or improving or going off into other things? What will what can we look for next? See, what did I start off with? I said, it's a mystery. I can't always <laughs> tell everybody you have to follow me. You have to interview me again in, in a few months and I'll be able to have something, have something for you. But I can tell you one thing for sure. Progression is all about progress. Yes. Right. Yes. Completely yeah. agree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're not progressing, you're not moving and you're dead. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the key word, progress and moving onward. <laughs> and lastly, how can our listeners connect with you? On what platforms can they find you at? So you can find me, uh, LaShonda Steele Allen, on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find me at Blow First on Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. Well, we certainly appreciate you, LaShonda, for sitting down with us, chatting with us. And I'm sure our listeners will enjoy this and are enjoying it. And we hope that you have much success with the blow first. We are very excited about that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I have to get one out to you. Yes. Well, I was going to say if I had young children, but now they just gobble everything down. But you know what's so funny? Russia, she's 10. Your children are all around the same age as mine. Russia is 10 years old and she uses it for her oh, hot really? chocolate. I use it. Don't, okay. For my teas and my hot chocolate, my coffee. And I mean, my son, I never thought about that. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And we went to have pizza for dinner last night because it was one of those nights, and mm-hmm. we went out for pizza. And they took the bowls and they had it for their pizza. They had soup, you know. So it's really good yeah. for this time of year when it, you know, mm-hmm. when you're, you're eating all of the hot food, you know. But yes. then those everyday foods like pizza, mac and cheese, pasta, mm-hmm. spaghetti, you know, they use it for that. So yes. it, it's really a functional a, a piece that you can you can use. And then it's kind of like once you start using it, you felt like, what did I do before that? <laughs> right. <You know>? well, <laughs> exactly. Awesome. I can't wait. Then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, well, thank you so much. And to our listeners, we thank you for tuning in. And until next time.